0: Record. Okay. Uh, hey, Chris, how's uh, how's your penis today, dude? I don't even have one. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so uh, I you know I haven't read the book, but I've heard criticism about the eighty-hour work week that like it just like start new businesses over and over again. Four-hour work week or four-hour whatever it's, it's called. Work week yeah, digitally. it's basically like, um,
1: yeah, it's it's kind of trashy in that. Yeah, sense. that's what I so heard. It's like you. It's I don't think it's a good idea to like model your career over it. But there's <laughs> yeah. certain concepts in the book that I think are really uh, helpful. So right, one yeah. is this whole like 80-20 thing. The other is this notion of like um, mini retirements. So you you have a career, but what you do is you kind of take these regular breaks. And you, you get the types of life experience and stuff that you would post-retirement, but like in the middle of your life so that you're young enough and have to enjoy kind it. of yeah to enjoy and he said also too that like when you're in a mini retirement that you should have kind of um, like a skill or something that you are acquiring so you have some sort of goal you emerge from the mini retirement kind of better and more capable than you were when you went in and you could okay so
0: yeah like that that's really good because like I'm what I'm gonna do is my mini retirement one of mine this year is gonna go be seeing you over spring break because I get spring break now yeah and the skill I'm gonna acquire is landing on grenades Hell yeah. Oh, so you know, you got to oh,
1: dodge,
2: shit. you got to dodge the grenades, <laughs> you got to dodge the hippos. Um,
0: wait, wait, and... wait, wait. Are there a lot
2: of enough grenades to go around? Cuz if I want to come, I have, I want some grenades. There's grenades. more than enough. There's more okay. than enough. So we'll go to Club Karma.
1: There'll be plenty of grenades for Sean and hippos for David. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hell yeah. But should we start this episode? Sure, yeah. All right, so um, hi guys, welcome to Guys Were Screwed. Uh, I'm David. I'm Sean. And I'm Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, I'm I'm the captain of this episode just because this was my idea, and also Sean is is a special guest. He occasionally gives us material. Uh, We're kind of grateful for it. It's a little bit annoying. Certainly, you're you're mistaken. Certainly, you're mistaken. Here's
2: the thing. So this is technically an unofficial no, episode, hey, 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 or is it an official? Let,
0: episode? Let, let, let let the host handle this. Uh, so yeah, this you're episode the the, this episode is going to be a little bit different, guys. Um, so we we we're gonna have a couple you of these episodes. I think we're gonna have a couple of these episodes. I am, and that bought you another month on the podcast. So good job. You're, I, you're uh, <laughs> soft. You're soft. I think we're going to do a couple of these, like, because this is a uh, it's an apocalypse podcast. It's also a podcast about culture. And I think, you know, pop culture is also cultural. So we're going to do a few of these episodes today. We're just going to talk about we missed Halloween, but we still wanted to do like a like a, a countdown of scary movies. And that just because we like we all like movies. And so we all have a, a Chris, do you have a list?
1: I don't. I, you know, no, that's, I, I can think of maybe like four or five Halloween movies that I've seen. Then you should go. All right, well, first. You're the
0: you're the randomizer. No, we should go first. Yeah. So we have more movies than that. What? So, no, and, it, it, first, it, 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 fills it no, no, but we're we're going to take, we're going to go, we're going to alternate. So, I'll do one, you do one, then Chris oh, will do one. Okay, I got so you. we'll do, we'll do, well, yeah, Chris, while we're talking, you can just think of your movies. So, um, we're going to talk about movies that, uh, scary movies, like, you know, uh, movies that are, that are about, like, you know, just horror, just in general, uh, you know, things that we're scared of as, as a culture and as a people, because that fits in with, you know, our podcast, I think. And so oh, I have a top ten. I think Sean has a top ten. Not They're this kind of top ten. This is not even in any this order. Is, yeah, though. this isn't a top ten of our favorites, but it's like a, I think it's a top ten of movies that came to mind when you think of horror. And Chris has a few, so so that'll be good. Um, this is not a top ten in no order. It's just a movie that comes to mind when you think of horror. We'll probably do a few more of these episodes just because it's you know it's fun to talk about pop culture and uh, and uh, movies. So I guess we'll start. I'll start with my first one. Okay, so I'll start with my first movie that I thought of when I think of like I don't know how to it, it, it was just I, I try to pick movies that I have also classic movies, I have modern movies and I have movies that I think are interesting. This is definitely in in, in the interesting category, not a favorite, not that recent. Um but um uh this movie called Funny Games. Have either of you seen Funny Games? No, no. I haven't. I don't think so at least. Okay, so Funny Games, I wrote this down cuz it's a very uh interesting movie this will be a spoiler podcast by the way cuz i am going to talk about the end of this movie um this oh, will be right but we move that Ooh. but uh um uh funny games came to mind because it's a movie that i saw and liked until the ending and the ending made me really fucking mad and i think that was kind of the point so i'll go over the plot of funny games real fast funny games it's kind of a deconstruction of horror films. It's kind of a and you don't really realize that until like things start getting really weird and it especially doesn't kick in until the absolute end of the movie. But um it's about a, a these two these two blonde white dudes uh, uh, abduct uh, Naomi Watts and her family and they they Naomi? they na- Naomi. <laughs> Naomi 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 Watts and her family and they kind of in their home, they kind of sneak into their home yeah. and, and hold them by gunpoint cuz it kind of starts as typical like horror might be suspenseful whatever um but things start to and it's obvious these two these two young men are are played by michael pitt who i think is a very interesting actor i i don't know i i have heard rumors about him that he's hard to work with but i don't know how accurate that is but um he i like him a lot because whatever he's in is usually pretty good uh and i uh there i don't know the other guy's name but they're uh they abduct this family in their home and they kind of hold them at gunpoint and they say like, we're going to play some games or whatever. And the whole movie is kind of weird in the stuff that they make them do. And the family's trying to escape. But, um, the, 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 What's really interesting about the movie is like it—it's it, kind of like magical realism throughout the entire thing, a little bit where it's like these things that shouldn't be possible kind of happen, and like it kind of—but it's like maybe it could happen, I don't really know. So it's not really magical realism, but it's—it's it's broaching that that category until the end, and so so they make him do all this weird shit. But what happens is um, towards the end, uh, Naomi Watts gets uh, like. Uh, Free and she actually shoots one she kills one of the one of the guys and then she has the gun pointed at the other guy and um the other and she's like they've won, like they've gotten away, she's gonna kill him, but the other guy has a remote control in his hand and he presses pause or rewind, I can't remember which one, on the remote control, and it literally rewinds the entire movie. From that point. Uh, From that point not the entire movie, it rewinds to the point where she gets the gun and he gets the gun before her. And then he just, and then they just kill the entire family. Like he, the husband dies, the kid dies and the, she, they take Naomi Watts out to the middle of a lake and she drowns. So it kind of like plays in this, I, 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 I like this movie in that like, at first I was, I hated it because I was like, this is fucking stupid. Why? But like, it kind of, it's interesting that it kind of plays on your expectations of what a horror movie is supposed to be. It's like a real thorough deconstruction. And I think the point is to make you mad in the end. Mm. So I just have a quick question. Is it the
1: prequel to Click starring Adam Sandler? <laughs> I don't, I think this might have come up before oh Click. God. But, um,
0: but, but it, it came out Click like, stole I, don't, it, I can't then. remember what, I've sure down the years. I can't remember what, what year it came out, but it, it was like, I want to say late 2000s or early 2010s. But, um, it's a really interesting movie because, like, it, like, it, I think the point of it is to make you mad and to kind of play on your expectations. So it's like a um, troll movie. Yeah, it's like a troll movie, kind of. But yeah, but it's like, but it, but like very deliberately so, and very like mm. this was going to happen the entire time. Was
2: that when the reversal happened, um, or the pause? Well, you said pause, but they definitely reversed. Was it sped up, or did you watch it in the same speed? You know, a reverse is always faster. Oh, it's the you know re- I mean.
0: the reverse was fast. Okay, yeah, indeed. it was like a real reverse. It would
2: have been better if it was in the same speed <laughs> as normal life. So you're like, this is
0: fucking terrible. I can understand. No, nope, yeah, and I like, the, I kind of like the movie. I like movies where the bad guys kind of win. But um, of course you do. You're but, a horrible person. But I mean, it, and they're more interesting than like. But like so the, this one the bad guys win, but it's still it's like. But they didn't win. They weren't supposed to... they, they had lost. They, they were defeated. Didn't. Yeah. But it's like nope. Like like we're in control and uh, like this this is still happening. So I thought it was a pretty interesting idea. Fuck yeah.
2: Okay. Um. Yeah. The the first movie on my list, and again this is no order, is the original Alien. And I feel like at this point, everyone's seen the original Alien. Chris, have you seen the original Alien, I assume? Or at least part of it? Or... I actually
0: have not. Not in its entirety. Okay. So I, uh, real fast, I also had Alien on my list. So when Sean's done talking, I'm going to actually switch my next movie to Ali- Aliens. So go ahead. Oh, Aliens. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was just Alien. I don't know if it was Aliens for you. Alien, no, mine was Alien. Mine was oh, the first one. okay, you're going to do it to I'm going to go. Okay. But, but Aliens I, is also a classic.
2: Because the reason why I picked Alien is specifically due to the fact that, I mean, it was the first of its kind in that horror. It, it was a horror movie. I mean, it was science fiction, but it was. Would you almost call it Lovecraftian? The fact that it's of that area i mean it's in space right so i guess it's close enough maybe not i don't know i
0: I would i don't associate lovecraftian with space necessarily cosmic horror to me is like it's exact definition no no no, i think cosmic horror has more to do with like alternate dimensions and shit okay that's
1: fair that's fair, that's fair. and kind of the, um, the ineffable like largeness of the universe and like yeah uh, and then yeah, just as like a whole, intensity and, but of
0: I, that. I mean like you bring up a good point i i don't think that the actual alien itself is very lovecraftian no but the face hugger is definitely kind of lovecraftian um okay i can get that for
2: for me though because of like geiger And his artwork, which he was the creator of the first Alien. And he was was the design of the Xenomorph, like like the designer of it. And he loved that uh, biomechanical um, sexual shit. Like if you look at the very first Xenomorph, I don't know if you guys have ever looked up the picture of his first Xenomorph drawing, but the Alien's head is a dick. Like oh, it's no, no, actual no, no, yeah, dick. I, I, yeah.
0: I read about this where it's like uh, he that was intentional, and, and yes, it and was. Even even the final xenomorph is pretty sexual because he, he very. he's very cylindrical and like and, and he has a tiny little dick that comes out of his mouth and penetrates right, and his victim. Yeah, penetration
2: to death. Yeah. that's uh, a
0: penetration's a huge theme in, a, in in Alien. Yeah, for sure, it is.
2: And and then the like you said the the face hugger, which is the being sort of assaulted. Yeah, you're sexually assaulted by this thing, and then it and, and then it you die. It literally impregnates you. Yeah, against your will, and so it's it's a rape alien. So that's fun, but I just like the idea of it. Alien Predator, that whole uh, I don't know universe was it was some of my favorite stuff, and I still really like it. And you know, I guess Prometheus. I thought about even putting it on here. But I just wanted we to go should, back I, to I, the original. I, I honestly think
0: we should save Prometheus for, like, if we're going to do these culture episodes, it gets its own episode. Because it's so fucking weird. That, and, I, and I like it, but I, st- I but I think we should dissect then it. Then we can do that with yeah.
2: Covenant. Let's just wait till the third one comes yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like I don't even need to go through the plot of the movie for this one. I mean, look it up. I mean, if you haven't seen Alien, most people know what it's about. I, this is the reason that I picked it, it was just because, for me, it's
0: a classic. And it's just, I don't know, It's it's... Yeah, it's a Yeah, it's a classic. And, like, the the, the... the Chris, what parts have you seen? And, like, do you remember Chess any of it? Chestbursterism. Well, ch- t- everyone's yeah. seen the, the original chestburster, yeah. That's it, basically. And the chestburster scene is so good, because it's, like, if you watch the movie, it's kind it's been kind of tense until that point, with the whole, like, alien hugged the face, this guy, is he gonna die? Oh, he's, seen, he's okay, oh, and we're all eating dinner together, and, like, oh, we survived that weird thing that happened, mm-hmm. okay. And then instantly it's all shattered yeah, because yeah. this thing was born uh, and they, at that point the face itself is dead because it's done its job so they think like okay well we're we're ready to move on with our lives and our our mission but n- it's just starting if um, only rapists died after their first thing and then you know
2: they're taken <laughs> care of you know wouldn't that be just a gem <laughs> just you know. just a gem yeah <laughs> i uh,
0: uh since since chris uh, i'm sorry sean <clears throat> cut that out t- uh, alien. I'm going to go ahead and talk. I also had alien, but I'll talk about aliens because aliens is also uh, a classic, and it's and it's years. so it's so funny because like um, a- the original Alien is very claustrophobic, and there's like a very like I don't know. There's there's one monster, and it's. It can show up anywhere. It's it's an incredibly claustrophobic film, and it's incredibly That's like scarier like, yeah, than. Yeah, it's really scary. Aliens was action. Either. I think I think Aliens is still scary, but yeah, it takes a real tonal shift because um, uh, Ridley Scott did the first one, and then James Cameron did the second one, mm. and it takes a it becomes like. It's still scary, but it's also like an action film. Like it's very much, very, it's mostly action. It's 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 this military that uh, like responds to these things. And there's a lot more of them in this one. And there's a queen in this one. And so it's really interesting how like because like in the first one that the, the the aliens kind of like indestructible they have nothing to fight it they and you just don't understand to... them
2: at the time either. Yeah. there's nothing behind there yeah
0: you don't you don't get like what's really what it is or like you know that it's blood is acid or whatever but like but like in this one there's several of them and they they are they are able to kill them but it's still not enough because there's so many and then there's the queen and so I think the aliens is an interesting film because it. Like, it took a huge risk in that moving so far away from the original movie, but still having, like, the same monster, same characters, or same character, since she was the one that survived in the first one. And, uh, it's a, it's an interest. it was a, I I think it was like a, like a risk you really don't see these days. Like, if you're going to go see a sequel, it's like, you expect more of the same. Mm -hmm. Especially with, like, Marvel and shit. Like, there, there's no risks anymore. And, like, that was a huge risk, and it really paid off. And I, Chris, have you seen Aliens? I haven't, No. So, so, yeah, I... basically, I'll, 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 real fast to catch you up, uh, uh, Ripley, uh, Weaver is the only one that survives from uh, one. the one and a cat, right? The cat survives? The cat does survive. Or is the cat from the third one?
2: There, no, it's a dog.
0: No, I think... The cat
2: that... is from the first one, for sure, because I remember that scene where it hisses at him.
0: Okay, well, there's a... Sh- the, the cat, she and the cat survive, and then she gets picked up later on by this military ship, and the alien, I guess, through the cat, comes back, or the xenomorph, rather, and it came from the cat because there's a queen. I don't know how Xenomorph gets there. I can't remember. No, but...
2: Xenomorph. Xenomorph doesn't even get there. And you're oh, they're they're the investigating. Second one, a ship. They're, they go to the planet. Oh, that's right. That's they right. go to
0: the alien planet to take them out or something right. like that. I, I forget the exact. Or to, or to investigate it's rather. A colony. Yeah, they're, they found the colony and they find a queen and the queen is huge and like producing a bunch of these all at once. So it's like it's a really like. Whereas the first film was about survival, the second film was like very like much military. We gotta. Sh- Kill these it's things. America, we're trying to take over. You know. Yeah, it, it, but it, they're also parasitic, so. Yeah, it's really strange, but it, the, it's great. It's fantastic, but it's 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 crazy how these things change. How, how different the movies are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, wanted,
1: if it's my turn, I kind of wanted to. I kind of had like, um, uh, two ideas. First, it's just something really short. I wanted to backtrack a little bit and kind of rehash. Like not whether or not Alien is Lovecraftian, but like whether there has been like one of H.P. Lovecraft's stories which has been successfully reinterpreted as a film.
0: And Uh, I've heard I've heard of a movie I haven't seen, but go ahead. Sorry, you, you finish. Sorry. My my opinion is that it's impossible because like really to kind of
1: any attempt to Like recreate like the salient visual imagery in in any of his stories, I think is kind of it's just gonna look like hokey, right? Because it's Mm -hmm. like well,
0: because the horror is supposed to be undescribable, so it's like hard to like
1: make that manifest. There's there's the fact that like you know the the descriptions of these monsters are like, um, you know, there's this whole. this theme about like it's it's beyond human comprehension so something that's like so terrible that um you you can't really perceive it or if you even if you catch kind of like an oblique glimpse of it is the type of thing that would just cause you to go insane and mm -hmm. a lot of what makes like his stories interesting is the fact that you're kind of like tracking the slow descent into madness of whichever character is trying to You know, like trying to find whatever it is that they're trying to find, and like at the very end, um, you know, finally their release is they have to
0: kind of commit suicide in order to like release themselves from the madness. And I feel and it's so and so and like it's it's so scary that it's like that's a good thing. Like that's like that's that's the again general impression.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is like. Uh, especially when you're doing a lot of like internal character development, like what, what are the the challenges that are inherent to like, you know, translating that into the screen. But like, you know, just like, how do you, how do you represent these monsters that he's describing? It's like, we all seen, you know, we've seen like South parks, Cthulhu and, and like, you know, there's only, there's only so much you can do, but there's like this other, um, You know, like these perverse things where um, the whatever monster is like terribly evil, but there's all of these like ancient primitive cults that are centered around it. And so there's like evidence that people have been like worshipping this this creature as like some sort of God for some period of time. And, you know, like sacrifices that have been done and just kind of like the, like the hellish moaning wails of people like singing their, these, these like, you know, like blasphemous praises of this kind of thing, which, you know, those ideas are really fucked up. And when you read them, you kind of create this like mental picture of what that might be like. And it's like, you know, oh my God, that's Mm -hmm. really disturbing. But if I were to see a depiction of that, I would just be like, well, that's just kind of stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, oh, there's two films that come to mind, I I haven't seen one of them. One of them is called Dagon, which is like a film from Spain, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be really fucking good, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be like I think it was the early 2000s it was made, and it, 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 I think it's like a director super inspired by a uh, Lovecraft short story called Dagon. Um, it's supposed yeah, to be, yeah, it's supposed to be really, really, really good. I haven't seen it yet, um, but um, it's supposed to like I have heard nothing but good things about it mm-hmm. from like. Uh, I mean I think their reviews are mixed but uh like from people that like I listen to online like it's like yeah this is the lovecraft story and the other thing I wanted to mention that could have taken advantage of this but didn't uh, is cabin in the woods which I thought was yeah. like a fun a fun movie uh it was kind of an interesting idea but they it was I, a great movie actually I kind of right. i, I, I uh, upon, some plot upon the rewatch I kinda I, I think it winks at the camera a little too much mm-hmm. oh, but but um I liked it when I first saw it and I saw it again I was like yeah this is kinda it's it's a little too a little too like hey nudge nudge this is cool huh yeah, a little... but um yeah a little too a little too much of that but um I think it would have been a lot scarier too if they if like instead of like these uh vague elder gods they had just gone full like eldritch with it like mm-hmm. that would have been fucking terrifying yeah. So,
2: two things real quick that I was just thinking about. One movie that I could have added to this, uh, and I think maybe it's honorable mention while we're on the topic of that, but is, uh Event Horizon. Oh, yeah. Um, Event Horizon's great. That would be Lovecraftian in that way, but especially that hell scene. You remember that? Yeah. Where they have the... Chris, have you seen that movie? I have not. That's a movie to see. There's a scene where like it's an alternate dimension, but it's hell, and mm-hmm. hell is... Holy shit! Like it's disturbingly bad. Like it reminds me would, of Silent Hill, which I
0: still is kind of got me.
1: So yeah. this is it was this just is why point. I this is why I think this is a really interesting topic, because one, it's it's difficult to. To like pin down exactly what we mean by Lovecraftian, so we're kind of like defining it right. in a
2: particular unless, way unless ourselves.
0: Unless yeah. you're talking about something that's yeah. super racist, then you can—that's Lovecraftian. There's like, that, that too. yes. Yeah, like so if, Lovecraft himself was a fucking terrible, yeah. even for the time that he lived in. He was like, like regular racists were like, "Whoa, dude! Like that's well, that's way too much." I
1: mean, you—he has. I mean, it it comes through like in his fiction because he's oh, yeah. talking about like. You know some group was in Africa and talking about like the savages and shit and it's like very clear um I remember there was a um there was a story where um they were talking about some sort of like albino savage who was supposed to be like somehow genetically superior to the dark-skinned savages and oh, was, right, skin, yeah, yeah. It was it was some sort of like legend among the local people about this like white-skinned like superior. I'm like Jesus Christ. I mean, can you be, <laughs> can you be any more subtle, please? About about <laughs> like this obvious racism. Op- did you guys
0: did you, guys, did you guys know that uh, Lovecraft himself? First of all, we should mention Lovecraft was a terrible racist, and he and it's okay to enjoy his fiction because he never saw any real success in his life. He didn't get successor <laughs> yeah. until he died. So we so it's okay so for fucking... us it's okay for us to talk about his fiction and enjoy it because he died penniless and in, 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 in terrible conditions. So but uh, uh he also had uh he also had a cat. He had a pet cat. Do you know what the name of his cat was, Chris? The N word. Uh yeah Close. It was the N word man. So like, yeah. that's what he called it. Okay, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: That, that's fun. So it's so kind horrible.
0: of a it's like
1: so I I struggle with that sometimes cuz I have like his I have okay, a collection I mean, of his remember? short stories that I keep in my bathroom. So like when people <laughs> when people like they visit see, and they, they use the it. bathroom, yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs>
2: okay. "Uh, uh, okay.
0: So now I guess it's it's, it's your turn. Be my turn." Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Where'd you get your turn? You're too far from the mic. do I need to coach you on this or well, I don't want to taste your breath. You're gonna to have to. This sacrifices for our business.
2: Okay, just so you know, this is incredibly inefficient, and you need to figure your goddamn microphone out. Um, <laughs> we're gonna figure this out. We can't. We can't put it off anymore. My next movie is going to be Hereditary,
0: uh, because why the fuck not? This was we discussed this earlier, but on an earlier episode that we we're not going to publish. But um, uh, yeah, Hereditary is, and this is kind of a. I remember Chris. You were kind of torn on it, right? Yes. Go ahead, I, let you talk first then. Yeah. No, I was I was torn
1: because it, you know, when you when you talked about um Oh Jesus, I already forgot the name of the movie. Your first movie.
2: Funny Mine?
1: Funny Games. Funny Games. Funny. Yeah. It it reminded me exactly of that. Like I was totally sold. I fucking loved it up until like the last 5 minutes. And I was like, what? The that's fuck how is that's this? how my wife felt. Yeah. Oh, you're was saying for hereditary? Thing? That's how yeah, you Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" It totally. I yeah, it I was kind of stupid. It ruined it for me, honestly. So that's my my appraisal of it. Is it? It honestly, it oh. kind of, it's it, you know, stained it for me.
2: I pretend that the last five minutes didn't happen, and it ends where he falls out of the window.
0: <laughs> okay, so I have. Yeah, a... maybe okay. okay. that is within the wait, last five. We're gonna minutes. have we're gonna have three different opinions on this. So, you, Chris and then Sean pretends. I actually love the entire fucking thing. And I I love it flaws and all. I know that the mm. last act is kind of a... a not the last act. last act is actually good. It's just that the last ten minutes just are kind of uh, rushed, I guess. But um, I like the whole thing. I like it flaws. I like it warts and all. I, I I think it was new. I think it was fresh. And I think that even if the, the ending didn't stick as well as it could have, I still mm. liked it. I, I liked scene the mom saw her own head off which is super weird i like oh, yeah. disturb i like the disturbing aspect that's yeah. what drew me t- toward
2: it and then yeah, wanted to see midsummer which we did talk a whole episode about
0: yeah midsummer we, we, we can talk about that later i did not like midsummer as much as hereditary no, but, but um no i liked it all because just because like i liked it because the, it was so the twists were so crazy like it, they, they were honestly nuts like the, the, the girl who you think is the ma- one of the main characters dies like a quarter of the way through the movie, and the the red and I and that also, was brutal. Which it I was, oh yeah, absolutely brutal. And I liked I liked the message about how to deal with grief. Like it was about a family dealing with grief, and like how yeah. we'll go we'll we'll go to extreme lengths to kind of make ourselves feel better about these people who aren't around anymore. And that, yeah. so like, why do we really even care? Like, I, I, obviously, we care because we miss them. But like, but like. Honestly, death is death. So you you kind of have to try to move on, and the like, the links will go to to not move on. And so I liked I I even liked the whole demon fucking King Paimon fucking cult um, shit.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it
0: wasn't bad. It was it just was kind of weird how they wrapped that up, and then it was like this is th- the ending felt the yeah. ending, the ending was rushed, and it did feel a little bit. It definitely felt out of place. But I still I, I like it. I still I loved it. I here's like I felt like they were gonna do
1: something different. And the thing, like, it didn't feel like a horror film, like you know, kind of like a, you know, like a typical horror film, until the last five minutes. And it just, to me, like, I don't know, it, like, I was like, okay, they're selling out to what they expect, what they think people expect from the genre.
0: So are you, I, I, I well, yeah, that makes sense. But what I got from the ending was that they just didn't know how to end it, and they picked one. Yeah. And like, and and like, uh, and yeah, the the whole movie is like, it's kind of like, it's very stressful, but it's not like typical oh, a horror a very
2: stressful movie in terms of like like just, the
0: whole the whole epi the whole epi pen like the whole rushing to get her to the hospital oh, oh yeah. god I, I, my, I've i never felt my gut drop like that yeah. no they, I never gasped audibly when her head popped up like I was like holy fuck. Fuck. yeah cause the, cause, sort of, cause you don't expect it cause the, the writing and the directing of that movie was so good because you felt like you were in the car with them and you were like let's get like, let's do the, let's go let's do, go let's yeah. go because you felt like you were a part of the, that family which I think is hard to do and like they pulled it off really well. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I mean I I I I'm not saying it's a perfect 10 out of 10 for me. I I have problems with it, but I still love it. I still think it's I still think it's amazing yeah. and I think everyone should see it even if you're going to be disappointed in the ending, uh the first 110 minutes or whatever are, or the first hour and 10 minutes are fucking fantastic. Yeah. And it's it's unlike anything you'll ever see. That's, That's true. Um, all, all right, right. so yes, we'll move on you, to. You're... I'm gonna. I'm gonna do mine. I don't want to do my order. I'll, I don't know how, how many movies we're actually gonna get through. Um, we we'll, uh, we'll probably have about a half hour left we before we hit an split hour. But uh, this. yeah, I'm gonna go with um a movie that uh, uh a classic another classic after Alien. Uh, this movie had a huge effect on me. Uh, The Thing. Uh, I want to talk about The Thing for a little bit. Have you guys seen The Thing? I
2: have. No.
0: <sighs> okay, so The Thing for me. Uh, real fast a little Dave history here. When I was a young, like early twenties guy, maybe like maybe nineteen, maybe twenty I saw the thing for the first time, but before that, I had kind of written off, like, movies that were made in the 80s or, like, early 90s as, like, old, so I didn't want to see them because the cameras weren't as good or whatever. I was like, uh, eh, it probably sucks because whatever, and the th- I, wa- I finally watched The Thing when I was, like, 19 or 20, and it blew my fucking mind, and it really opened me up to, like, seeing older movies, like, because I was, like, really shut off to it. I don't know what it was, but I was, like, really, like, not into it. I was like, eh. That's old shit. I I want to see new shit. I'm done with. I, I that was before my time. I'm I, I I'm moving on, but the thing really like because it is an old movie, but it's uh it's fucking fantastic and it, I guess uh basically Chris, if you haven't if you don't know anything about it, the plot is that there's this uh base in a, in like I think it's Antarctica. And there's a like a, th- th- there's a lab, and there's a bunch of people that are like studying something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they uncover a uh, like a saucer, like a, a UFO, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, as the movie plays out, you find out that there is an alien life form that what it does is it takes the shape of it takes the form of people, like it takes and it can copy them exactly yeah it uses their and you, you and, the thing, uh... and you, you and, and so you don't know and the one thing that's cool about the movies is, is you don't know if like maybe you do i guess I, I i guess the film implies that this alien has killed these people and then taken their shape right and so because they find some like some jackets and shit but um the movie itself is and it's not it's not a totally original because it's about like like who's the bad guy well, we're all body horror to yeah you and yeah, that. yeah well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second oh, but okay. we're, we're all we're all like we're all like we're, it's very paranoid that you, you don't know who the alien is because yeah. the alien could be more than one too is that it, it could be more than one person mm-hmm. and so you don't know you don't know who the alien is you don't quite know um who to trust and it kurt russell is the main guy and even kurt russell you're watching this movie and you're not sure if he's an alien you're not sure if like he's on on the level but um it's a, it's a really paranoid movie because most of it is just them kind of, like, eyeing each other suspiciously or, like, even pulling guns on each other because they realize that they're dying one by one mm-hmm. and that they figure out that this thing, this alien thing, is is taking their form so they don't know who to trust. I think it takes the form of a dog originally. But um uh, but the Sean mentioned it earlier, the body horror is insane. So, like, when these things get discovered, they just fucking wig out and go fucking nu- they turn into like their real form their quote unquote real form Where like so like uh there there's an infamous scene an infamous scene uh where basically kurt russell um uh kind of he figures out there's like three or four main suspects, right? Of like who the alien could be. This is the blood thing. Yeah, and yeah. so he ties the, he gets the other guys to tie them down to a bench, and he's like, "All right." And also, Kurt Russell figures out that this thing um, reacts to being it reacts immediately to being found out uh, physically, or like if someone knows for sure, like the the it, it reacts. So Kurt Russell has this idea where he's like, "Okay, we're gonna take a sample of all of each of your a blood sample from each of you." And we're going to uh, hurt the blood. We're going to burn it with a like yeah, a like, fire is the only weakness. Yeah. So we're going to burn it, and we're going to see how you react. And so um, there's this. The, the scene is is, is famous because it shows Kurt Russell kind of uh, burning a piece of metal and then putting in the blood. And then the first guy is like, "Okay, nothing happens to his blood, so he must he must be fine." And then they do with the second guy is like, "Okay, nothing happens, must be fine." And I can't remember it's the third or fourth guy, but basically. They, they put the hot poker in the blood, and the blood shoots in the air and just fucking goes nuts. And then immediately, the person whose blood is starts shaking and convulsing. And these fucking arms come out of his chest. These like, tendrils come out of its chest. And, like, it's all practical effects. It's insane to see. But also... While this is happening, these guys are still tied up next to it. Like yeah. they're still tied up <laughs> on the bench next to it, and so just it, it, it's it's a it's a crazy ass movie. But that scene is so famous because it, it they reused that in a lot. A lot of people. Oh, uh, uh, South, South Park did it. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, like, South Park didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but um yeah it's just it's it, 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 the, 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 it. the the effects are the effects are so good and the story is so good and the characters are so good like kurt russell's character is really cool uh keith david's in it he's really cool actually the movie ends with the movie ends with um keith david and uh and kurt russell they've basically burned everything to the ground to kill this thing. They basically burned everything in the ground. And so it's just the two of them in the Antarctic wilderness uh, about to free... Like, they're, 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 there's a fire between them. But they're about to like freeze to death pretty much. They, they, they both realize... or I don't know if they both... One of them... They realize that they're going to die. and But uh the thing is that the alien thing has already been frozen. And if it gets frozen, it can survive. Mm. So so basically the end the of the movie is Kurt Russell and Keith David just... Sitting down and like looking at each other and just like okay, so like we're gonna die right now, and it, it, it kind of leaves it like open, like one of them might be an alien, one of them might be the thing. Yeah, but um, I I heard it was confirmed through a comic or something that neither of them were aliens and that so they all survived. So, or those who survived, no, they died. They oh, still they still frozen. They, they still froze, to death. They still oh, froze they, death. Yeah, but
2: there's an alien frozen it so, somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, there's a sequel and, and their shit. So the the alien yeah. definitely comes back. But um, but yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I would recommend watching the thing, Chris. That's really yeah, fucking watch,
1: good. Watch that movie. Is there a way that I can like get access to it?
0: It might be on Prime. I don't think it's on Netflix, but um, just look, I or would just look pirate up, it.
2: Yeah, or look oh, up okay. streaming services that have it. Um, as far as the next thing, Chris. You, well, I guess this is we're gonna skip you on this one. Is that okay? And you come back around. What? Oh, sure. We we're, were gonna. Okay. Um. So, the next movie that I have is actually 28 Days Later. Nice. Um, seen it? Seen it? You guys have seen it? Or I think no? Chris and I saw it together, didn't we? Yes, we, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I wanted to make sure I have this right, but there's a chimp that gets out, and it is infected with the rage virus from a uh, medical research lab. It's like a, animal activists release it, and the, the main character... Uh, that monkey gets out and then the main character wakes up from a coma this is like a separate thing he wakes up from a coma and the city's deserted and now the whole city is overrun with people that are infected with the rage virus but the thing is is the reason why I like 28 Days Later and this type of zombie movie and I love zombie movies in general zombies are always one of my favorite uh, any kind of I guess horror film but um, these zombies were fast as fuck and they're like voracious and intense and um, it was just terrifying like it's not like a normal zombie where you know if there's a shitload of them it's a problem right in normal zombie movies but like if there's one of these things it's a major problem and I think that's one of the coolest things about it is they're just super aggressive and I think w- w- when you get infected by this the shit happens within minutes or something it's not like this long process where you die yeah. and then you come back reanimated it slowly it's like quick
0: and intense. No, that, and I think that was like the best scene in the movie was, Chris, do you remember that when um, like the dad, I, I was it Ray Winstone? I don't like, it, it, it was a guy that looks like Ray Winstone, but he uh, was the dad of the daughter and like he uh, gets the blood in his eye. Yeah, do you yeah, that, Chris? yeah. Isn't it like, I r- thought that was right before they get to like a safe point or something. It's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I thought that was like a, I thought that was like really creative. Well, they get to what they think is a safe point, right, right, right. but they, they, that was a really creative um, uh, uh, way to do that cuz uh, that I've never been seen and also like it's 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 like emotionally impacting mm-hmm. um yeah i mean
2: i just really like that movie and i don't know you, you guys can add anything else to that but that's uh <coughs> yeah and uh, that's i that's up there so i think okay. like
1: um i don't know i almost feel there's this like cooling effect of the walking dead being around for that many seasons. And so you think it's like, well you have a, a, a 90 minute movie compared to like a series that's probably like a hundred hours or more. <laughs> it's right. kind of drawn out. And of course, I mean you, you would almost expect it's like how long can people run from zombies? Kind yeah. of thing. And either you have, you know, the, the approach that you take with like how they got there or something about them. Is novel but it's got you know it has a shelf life and so i almost feel like you know the walking dead is at a serious disadvantage just by like jesus christ eight seasons yeah
2: we're at 10 now bro my god (sighs) yeah it needs to end i will say that it definitely needs to end otherwise it's gonna get dragged out um even for the big fan base and the people are like, I'll watch it forever. It's dragged like, out more than yeah. it already has been. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it got better. The thing is, it got better. The thing is, it was dragged out. You could make it. I always like. I look. I'm going to see mad. how
0: far Sean will go with me talking shit about The Walking Dead and see how how much you, I get, how mad I can get him. You you can't get me mad because the I know The Walking Dead had a period of absolute shit. Right. Sucked. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to watch two seasons of garbage just to get to the good part again. You don't. You just start the new one and pretend like <laughs> you just read about what the fuck happened. But uh, no, but yeah, I think Chris brings up a good point. Is that it's it's really more a lot more self-contained if it's just 90 minutes or a movie it's better and there's a solution and even if they don't like solve the crisis it's still like okay this particular character's story is over i'm good with that
1: yeah there's this like i don't know like i i don't think it's just wanting to like cash in um but you you run a serious risk for trying to keep a series like to keep an, a narrative arc going for that many seasons, and it's you know like even even though, um, twenty eight days later is what like fifteen years old now, roughly yeah. or, or more. Yeah. yeah. When when we rewatch it, it still feels like fresh and fresh and innovative yeah. and stuff. And it's like, <sighs> you know. I don't know if I if I could just like pick up on season five of The Walking Dead or something and feel feel the same way necessarily. I mean, and uh, like and,
0: yeah, and like and in 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 twenty eight days later, these zombies are fucking way scarier than anything else that has made zombies. Like they're fast and they will fucking get you. They can run. Like I feel like they kinda like neutered the zombies and other things because it's like it's like Oh, we want to focus on the human component. Well, I'm watching something about zombies. Why don't we do? not we watch more of that? Like, why don't, we, why, don't, why don't we figure that out first? So I'm gonna. We're gonna. The, the Sean
2: alarm's going off. The Sean alarm is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm the. I, I'm. I'm. David, you're. You're up. Okay, I'm up. We're just gonna. Yeah. All right,
0: I'm up. Uh, what So okay. So I'm. am I'm, I'm really into like, and I know that's kind of uh, uh, like, overdone at this point. But I still watch every like found footage horror movie I can find. Just I like I like the subgenre so much. Mm. I don't know what it is about it. I just love it. It started with I, th- I mean like there are other found footage movies, but the the one this is the one I'm, isn't what I'm talking about. But like I think Paranormal Activity kind of kicked off the whole like didn't the new Blair Witch kick it off? No, it? No, no 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 The the Blair Witch was good and it came out. And, 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 I liked the Blair Witch and it came out, uh, but. The the actual like wave of found footage didn't come didn't start until yeah. Paranormal Activity. Like the the Paranormal Activity was at least ten fifteen years later, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like ten years. Later. But after Paranormal Activity came out, you had this wave of fucking found footage films, and the one that I'm going to talk about right now is called uh, VHS. Have you seen VHS, Chris? No, I have not. Sean, you've seen it, right? I've seen it. I feel like I haven't seen every single. Uh one of those yeah it's kind of an episodic it's, it's kind pieces. of it's kind of an anthology movie yeah. i'm going to recommend to the viewers to watch vhs and vhs 2 avoid vhs 3 viral cuz it's fucking terrible but um vhs uh is really good it's it's so what the the plot of the movie is these people are breaking into this house and their goal is apparently to um find a certain vhs tape they need to find a certain tape because whoever's paying them to do this what really wants this VHS tape. And so they have to, like, it's in the dead of night and they kind of have to uh, just push these VHS tapes in to uh, watch them and see if it's the one they're looking for, right? And so when they push the VHS tape in, you get sucked into the work. The, it just shows the, the story on the tape. And so it's kind of an anthology. And I think there's five stories, five different tapes they show. Uh, one thing I like is that the individual stories are really good. They're really scary and like interesting, and like, I, I like them a lot. Not all of them are great; like, they're not all like standouts, but they're 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 pretty good overall. And but I, what I like is that in between each tape, they kind of go back to the, the 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 robbers, the the breaker, and like enterers and they uh show what's happening in their world. And they're they're basically things are getting more fucked up as things go along, like. Each tape it's like, every episode. yeah, it's like, it's like someone's one of the, one of the, one of the, the group is missing and then looking for him. But the main guy who's watching the tapes is still just watching them well, go find him. And like, but like each ta- in the one, one tape shows like you watch the tape and then it goes back to the guy and he punches in a new tape. But there's someone standing behind him and you don't know who it is. And so each between each episode, it's like, it's like things are getting slightly more fucked up. And obviously things don't turn out well for the, uh, the thieves in the end. But I think it's a really cool idea, and I think that it, the, the, the it was a really uh, fun movie to watch.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, from what I remember, it, it was cool. I'm gonna rewatch them actually now that you even said that because I feel like I have I didn't see every single one, and then if you don't see the whole thing, you definitely don't get the outside story. Of yeah, the outside them.
0: story brings it all together, and it's really so, really good.
2: Yeah. Um, hey, thanks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch it. Um,
0: go I actually
1: ahead. I I feel like I've it's available on one of the uh, streaming services that I use, but I'm kind of like mm-hmm. since I'm here alone, I'm like I don't know how bad I want to like watch.
2: Wait, Laura's not there right now.
1: No, she's in China, so I'm kind of like I've been sleep- definitely
2: watch it and leave your door open unlocked.
0: <laughs> I've been sleeping with the lights on the past couple nights. I would too. I would, Lori. Lori, when she, when she goes away and I'm at home, I, I, I do sleep with lights on. I, right? I'm. You I don't leave
2: care. one light on. Yeah, I'm not outside the. Room. I'm not afraid to admit it.
1: Um, yeah, neither am I. I mean, I slept with the lamp on next to the bed last night.
2: Right. I mean, Ooh, that reminds me of seeing. Uh, oh shit! That reminds me of the time that we went to see um, the Sixth Sense and we had to sleep with the lights on.
1: Hell yeah! <laughs> Damn, I remember that. <laughs>
2: I could not turn it on because I was worried there was going to be that ghost from the car outside the window of my room when yeah. I woke up. Or, like, at any point, it was just going to tap. I'm like, nope, light has to stay on. You, as if, you know, it's funny too, as, as if light protects you from these things. Right. You know it I absolutely mean?
1: does. I, so it absolutely does. I like a light. It's light. Really, it's really funny how, like, at the time, we didn't have the foresight, you know, at that age, like, being visited by Misha Barton. Would would have terrified <laughs> us, and then ah, Misha. you know, you know, t- ten
2: years later, it would have been like a dream come true. What do you What do you want? Misha Barton's Misha Barton, man. No, as long but, as she was a uh, was it OC? Was yeah, that what she was on hell yeah. OC the, Prime, Misha uh, Barton, dead OC. or alive. Put some respect <laughs> on that. Name. Do, do you have a? I do. Yeah. A, if it's I've
1: going got, to you, let's. You let's know, as you. we've been talking let's about see. this, I've been thinking about, you know, multiple ones, but the one one that I want to focus on now is um, when I was living in China I went to a foreign language bookstore and I picked up this really interesting collection of short stories and they were it was a collection of Stephen King's short stories that have been um, made into films and okay. David do you still have that? Yeah. I think David might have it and yeah, that... Which,
0: which one?
1: The... um the, the collection, that book, the collection of his short stories. And it's like, it's something like Stephen King at the movies or something is the oh, name. Yeah, I do have is yeah, the name yeah, of I the title. It. And I know what that book is. That was Never the read. first time, that was the first time that I had read, um, his short story, 1408.
0: Oh yeah. And mm. 1408. Not, it became a movie. Not
1: long after I watched the movie and it was like, it really stuck with me because that was like the first time where I thought the, um, the movie is better than the book or better than the short oh, wow. story the book
0: the book the book ends really fucked up right he dies in the book
1: he 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 actually doesn't so oh i thought he died in the book he
0: doesn't or was that just a, was that an alternate ending for the movie it was an
1: alternate ending for the movie and oh, so okay. he doesn't die in the book and there's not nearly as much fucked up shit that happens in the book cuz it's a short story it's like less than 50 pages or something
2: yeah. And so the the short up.
1: story ends basically where like, you know, he leaves and he feels lucky to have escaped with his life, and um it's like he has to have the Does b- he
0: leave in the same way in the movie? In the
1: book? No, he's he's able to get the door open.
0: Oh. He, that's that's less climactic. Yeah,
1: so he's able to get the door open at the very end. And, you know, the 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 last scene of the book is like, you know, he um he has to like draw the shades, uh, at sunset because it reminds him of like the color of orange that was on the walls or something, you know, something, Uh you know, like you have this, you know, a, a really strong sense of closure. Um, but none of the fucked up shit happens. There's like no discussion of the relationship with his father or there's, there's no notion of his dead daughter as his dead daughter. So there's all of these other elements that were really compelling. Um, that that because yeah, were...
0: he because he, he he escapes in the movie by just burning the fucking hotel down. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> he does. But there's like there's you know there's like a
0: twist.
1: Usually when we think of horror twists, we think of like you know the M Night Shyamalan type of thing where it's um, you know the last ten or twenty minutes of the movie. There's a twist, and right. and like not just M Night Shyamalan, but like in in the genre in general. But, when, you know, what I really liked about 1408, and something that wasn't even in the book, was there was a twist, like, halfway through.
0: I, I know what you're talking about. Right? Go Where ahead. it's,
1: like, he thinks he's escaped, but it turns out
0: that he's actually he still... He goes to the post office, yeah, right? Yeah. It turns out he's still in the fucking room. And the employees, like, tear the walls of the, of the post office down. Yeah. And it, it reveals the, the room behind the walls. Exactly. And yeah, that was a fucking insane scene.
1: I thought that was so cool, and like, it's the it's these like small details, these things that are like really fucked up. So you'll you'll never listen to like Karen Carpenter's, you know, We've Only Just Begun, right? Yeah, where it's like playing and it's get you know on the radio and it's getting all fucked up and distorted. Like I haven't I haven't been able to listen to that song in the same way again. There's also like the scene where. Um, he's looking out the window and he sees basically like a reflection of himself. Yeah. Um, and if you ever stay, you know, in a place where there's buildings that are tall enough and that are close enough that you can look out the window and see like a window of another building, you know, in kind of like that type of situation. Right. Cause I remember I was in China and, and Laura and I were staying at a hotel and it like scared the shit out of me because like. I looked out the window, and I it just, like, reminded me of that. Like, I, you know, I was, I was, like, am I seeing my reflection or something? And it was those, like... So the window's that close. Like, it's, like, right across from you almost. Maybe, like, like I mean, in in the movie, it was, like, across, a like, it was across, a like, the road. Yeah. Okay. Across, like, the main road. And so in this situation, it was roughly the same. So maybe, I don't know, like 100 feet or something. Okay. Um... It also, I don't know, I think the the last reason why I enjoy the movie so much is because it kind of, it still felt very much like Stephen King, and it had some of these, like, some of those features of, you know, like, the details that he has in, like, his stories about just, like, fucked up shit. Like, small, yeah. small details, you know, of... Yeah. You know, we're like, we're like, um, he gets a call from like room service or something, or he's calling the, he's calling the front desk. And at the very beginning, it seems, you know, the, the woman on the other end of the line is like super cordial and polite, but then it gets like progressively more like fucked up and antagonistic. And then like at the very end, it's, it's some sort of like monstrous, like reptilian, voice or something
0: and that's and that and that's like that's like that. and that's like the like the that, that's crazy because it's like that's the monster talking like yeah. you don't ever see it but it's like that's the, the it exists and it's it has a presence yeah um uh, and i like what i like about 1408 is that like it does a really good job of like so like the whole premise is that he's going to this haunted hotel room to give a review for his, he's he's a he's a washed up author who had mm-hmm. one hit book and no follow-ups right and like all or all of his follow-ups failed and so he's kind of resigned himself to this kind of profession of like just writing these little horror stories mm-hmm. about where he stays and stuff and i like that so th- they build up this pl- this room already and it, there's that scene with Sam Jackson in the beginning and the, and then the there's a little things where it's like the, the AC guy won't go into the room. Yeah. Uh, And like, and like, if you watch it again, you're like, you're not even sure if the AC guy ever really existed or if it's just there to make him more scared because it all starts out in so subtle, like like the painting on the wall. And like, it just, it starts out so subtly that it's really
1: well done. Yeah. And it's like the, you know, you, you feel like the attitude of indifference that the whole hotel has where you're kind of wondering, like, yeah, are any of these people real? So you look, yeah. and it's like, there's this this woman, and and there's this like old fashioned baby carriage, the woman in like the white dress and stuff,
0: and it's like, is any of this shit real? And so even with Sam, even with Sam Jackson, it's like, was he really a hotel manager, or did he like was he part of the hotel? You know what I mean? Because at yeah. the end, he's like, well well done, like he figured it out. Yeah. But it's like, so did that does that guy even really exist or like you know what I mean it's like did that actually happen or is that part of the experience right man oh shit and they don't answer that question they don't answer like they they just kind of like move on but I think that's still pretty cool yeah i'm going to need to rewatch
2: this cuz to be honest i don't really remember oh it's great uh this in in great detail like i know i've seen it but i fucking
0: maybe i haven't seen the whole thing i don't it makes know you, it makes you question everything and it makes it, uh, yeah like i said i, I just lo- i like how subtle it starts and how yeah. like It builds up, so it's. uh,
2: Chris, you have something else to add? Sorry, it's
0: got that vibe. So, like the
1: the vibe that you get in the hotel, where it's like I'm not sure whether these people are real or not. It's to me, it's like it's really evocative of like American Horror Story, like the Hotel season, and Mm -hmm. even starting all the way back to like Murder House, where it's like I don't know if these characters are alive or dead, and so it's it's like you you don't really know whether these people are are real people or if like david said they're like extensions of the evil that lives inside the hotel
2: okay you know what um i think david's going to be okay with this um, but i'm we're going i'm going to make an executive decision as the captain um oh did you
0: did you run it by the real captain
2: um Special special podcast decisions. No, 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 no. So what I'm gonna say is I'm gonna do one more. This is gonna be four on each of us, for me and David. And then we can do the last six on another one, just because like I'm looking at the time here lengthwise and
0: the first twenty minutes that we could have probably gotten. Further well, we into we this. we talked and for a half hour. We're no, we're, that, we're we're at about an hour right now. I'm gonna end. Up cu- I'm, I'm gonna end up cutting at least ten minutes. So what, what you saying. do one more. I'll do one more. and That'll be good. Okay. I would say
2: I well, just let me
0: do one because then
2: we're uneven if we get into yours. Because if we do, did I go first or fifth? did you go first? You went first. I thought
1: you went. No, first. No, David went first because it was funny games okay. or funny. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. Thank you thank you uh I see this is why damn i see, need someone always listening to conversations that's chris
0: that's chris that, that yep. you you still have no place here so um, <laughs> we're, we're talking about real life it's this room is going to turn world. into a horror movie soon if we if, if we keep going so yeah i
2: mean with all the come i have in my balls from no not november yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a horror movie. <laughs> <Well done>. um <laughs> just kidding i didn't make it <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible um so the next up one uh, for me is going to be Jacob's Ladder, which I saw um, half of, but I never finished. You didn't finish it. No, did you see it, Chris?
1: It. I did. That's it's so fucked up. It's so good. I remember Sean talking about Jacob's Ladder like way back in the day, but I didn't see it until like within the past year or two.
2: Really? Yeah, it's a great movie, and the reason why I actually went to or I wanted to see it was because I was actually playing, and this is going to be a later movie. It's on my list related really. to Silent Hill because in silent hill 2 there's a uh nod to jacob's ladder Mm. at some point i think with pyramid head or something but jacob's ladder is about a guy uh played by tim robbins and he comes back from the vietnam war and he's you know his sanity is wavering and he has hallucinations flashbacks and then his like world is just like breaking apart, um, and people around him, and just these—it's creepy. Like there's that's where Silent Hill kind of got its like. It's about uh, it's about PTSD, right? It it is, but it's also like yeah, and it was definitely about PTSD, but then how it can affect your 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 psyche. And it's disturbing in a lot of ways. And, like, I'm just remembering that one scene where he's getting carted through, like, the hallways. And he looks to his right. And it becomes hellish at certain instances. And there's a, like, half-body thing. And it's, like, shaking. Like, crazy. And that's, like, a Silent Hill thing. Silent Hill stole mm-hmm. that, for sure, from that. Because it's got that, like, intensity of, like... I don't know what it is about something, like, like convulsing or vibrating, like, a, a creature. And it's, it's, it's otherworldly. Right. Um, and... I mean, there's so many things. Like, I could talk for a whole episode about this movie as well. Um, it's just... Like, I actually want to re-watch this movie because it's been years since I've seen it, and I, I'm probably... I could talk about little things, but I would miss so many super important parts about it. And, I mean, is it even really a horror movie, I guess? I mean, it... it, it I don't know. I, I mean... I, I, I guess it is. This, this, it's a psychological sort of horror movie, but, like... Yeah it's just a fucked up movie it's I don't know Chris you may remember more shit about it than I do so
1: it is really fucked up it's about I think yeah it is it's about PTSD and it's interestingly it's kind of nice that we are kind of segueing from um, from 1408 to Jacob's Ladder because it has the same kind of like um, like midway twist where right there's like because he thinks that his relationship with that other woman was all a dream and he's like back yeah. he's back with his ex-wife and his son is still alive and then it it just turns out that he was in some sort of like fucking stupor and that it wasn't true at mm-hmm. all he's actually like his son's dead and like he's with that other woman that he like left his wife for um but the <sighs> the effects in that movie like the 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 shit that Sean was talking about are really like thinking about them now. Like I'm going to have to sleep with more lights on. Like, do you remember, (laughs) remember the scene where he was like at the party? Um, there was, I think so. There was a scene where he goes to like this party and that's like one of the first times when he starts having these like really crazy hallucinations where there's all kinds of like just very quick, but very disturbing and like violent imagery that just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, And it's like, as soon as it's there, it's gone. And it's just like, it really, it fucks with you. And it's like, um, it's not, I can understand why you say like, is it horror? Because it doesn't have that, like, that classic horror feel. It almost feels like what they're, you know, what they're doing is kind of modeling, um, like what it feels like to have a mental illness right it's like yeah it's kind yes, of yes definitely right it's like it's like this um simulation of what it what it's like to have some sort of like mental disorder where you're where this yeah, type like of shit shit happening. schizophrenic or yeah. like
2: like it, i guess schizophrenic is is a way to, to look at it um, because it probably has a lot of things similarly but it's even over the top when that like it's just an absolute destruction of of his Of his mind, and just like showing how war and also past traumas and things just how they can affect you, and it's like it makes me wonder, you know like that might be over the top, but if there are people out there that go through that kind of shit, I see yeah. why people commit suicide. you know what i yeah. mean for for those kinds of things, and it's like I mean, you wouldn't want to fucking live like that no, that's just insane.
1: the one thing that kind of pissed me off about it, or the one thing that I thought was kind of unfortunate was the fact that like. There's this whole other sub narrative about like the like the um, the people in his in his group in Vietnam were like uh, um, inadvertently subjects of some sort of like drug test. Do you remember that? Mm, Where they were yes te- yes yes testing Bucky. some sort of like you know new drug on them
0: to I don't know. Wasn't that the drug called the ladder?
1: Yeah, it was. Mm. It was. Yeah, it was something like that. You know, like some drug that they were testing on them that was gonna, you know, turn them into killing machines. Like let them fight, yes. not have to sleep, whatever. And then, and that's what it was. And so all of this paranoia that he was feeling, where like um, he was like trying to get in touch with his old friends, and they were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Or where he, yeah. he got like abducted that one day in that car, and so like by the end of the movie it kind of like validates all of his paranoia and I, I felt you know because there was some conspiracy but it seems like mm-hmm. a a much like a much more nuanced treatment of like the, those issues like what war does to people psychologically and like PTSD like I, I just wish that it was all in his mind but they added this whole other this whole other dimension where there was an actual conspiracy going on <laughs>
2: Yeah, and yeah, he, there was an actual physical factor uh, that he was part of that shit. And I remember, didn't he meet with all of them at some point, or was that, did that did that happen? He met with some of his his old buddies, or I think in a different movie. Yeah, they... So remember him, like, calling them, and they're like, stop fucking calling or something yeah, like that. Yeah, just...
1: and it was, it, okay. it turned out that there was, like, some other dude there, or whatever, right? Because he, he called one of his friends, and his friend's like, I'm sorry, I can't help you, like, I can't do anything, stop calling. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah <clears throat> fuck that's crazy um god I'm gonna have to rewatch some of these movies it's really good so I I think what we should do is is we'll we'll stop it and then David you start the next one that's that's five for you and then we each do our last six uh cause oh, that, yeah. I guess there's one like there's on a there. two parter yeah we can do a two parter and Damn. uh we charge fifty dollars for the second harder. Whoa, whoa. Um, Since when does our special guest decide we charge? Because I'm the one who garners all the the revenue. (laughs) People listen to this for me, not for your soft ass voice. They
0: listen to to it for for a variety of special guests. You're not the only special guest. Chris Chris and I have done Twelve episodes without you. Okay, and you—you <laughs> you
2: guys were—you guys were the special guests on each one for each other. No, no,
0: we had different. But we had—we we had more interesting special guests. Like uh, so,
2: clones of you um, that were basically. No, you so had you're saying the uh, fourth. Linda guests.
0: Ronstadt was in town, and she came oh, by. Okay. Uh, remember Fuck that Chris? yeah, she was really nice. Yeah, that she was super still, nice. She's good people. Oh, we also we all, we also had Bill Clinton um, on one episode, and he admitted that he was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. So that was a big episode, yeah. Oh, wow, did he tell you about the child sex ring? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Far... yeah. We're going to release the episode uh, pretty soon here, I think. Oh, yeah. sweet, sweet.
2: Yeah. And, and uh, did, did he also tell you how actually Trump is actually a socialist? Um, undercover, yeah. Um, well,
0: he talked about uh, next week. Chris and I are going to interview Barack Obama. Um, you're not invited to that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, because that's he, all right.
1: Me and he's heard your racist comments, your inflammatory yes. comments, and says he wants he
0: respectfully yeah, yeah. declines having you here. Yeah. No, he was like, uh, I think they're funny. I was <laughs> uh, let me be clear. Uh, I am not a fan of Sean Davis. No, he's like <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, he's very funny,
2: and uh, he should be president. Do you guys want
0: to hear my impression of um uh, uh, Obama uh, trying to be a Scientologist? Sure. Go ahead. Uh let me be clear. That, that's it. That's the that's the entire, that's the entire <laughs> yeah, impression. That's good. So I'll I'll give you
1: mine. This is my okay. this is my uh Obama impression. That's Sasha and Malia. That's <laughs> <the> only, <laughs> that's all I
0: got. <laughs> I'll, kids, uh, uh, I'll, I'll do i'll do another one i'll see uh i'm uh, i'm pretty good at killing people let me back down, me back down. <laughs> all right then we'll stop this uh, make this a two-parter uh thanks for listening guys uh once again uh just just go ahead and smash that subscribe button Hell, and uh, yeah. i don't know if there's a subscribe button yet uh, donate five dollars to our page oh i decided t- guys turn on uh, notification one, one, bell one thing that I'm going to add to our Patreon when we get, when we get it up is that I'm going to add um, I'm going to add uh, so it's going to be like $1 $5 and then it's going to jump to um, $100,000 a month patron. That's going, be, that's going to be called the class trader. It's, it's, and the description is going to be, are you wealthy? Do you feel guilty about that? Good. You should. You can help by don- donating $100,000 to this podcast.
2: Also, um, I'm going to say that um, for I, I have a separate Patreon thing. If you want me to validate you this is Sean's. It'll be Sean's thing, and what you do is is um, you pay $5 per uh, minute, and I just tell you I love you, and I tell you how, how good you are. Um, and y- who wouldn't want to hear that from the captain? You I know found, what I mean? The, yeah. the captain's the one you want to hear it talk I'm because- seeing
0: I'm seeing a BuzzFeed article titled, We Found the Most Unsuccessful Patreon Account Out There. <laughs> the owner Yo, actually hey, owes hey, Patreon hey, money.
2: <laughs> no, it's just me, and I go, Hey, you're great. You're doing fine. Your boss isn't my boss, so you're probably okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, and then, <laughs> I, I'd pay for
0: Sean ASMR where it's just like him whispering to a mic, like, How do you punish an adult? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, um, you live my life. That's how you punish an adult. And then what happens is at when we hit a thousand Patreon subscribers, Chris is gonna take a one gram dab on video.
0: Okay. No, here, 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 here we go. Here what we'll do is if we hit a hundred subscribers on the hundred thousand dollar level, Sean or Chris will take a dab. On camera, live.
2: Yeah, and it can be super tiny, but he's still gonna do it. Um, so a really t- a really tiny gram.
0: Yeah, tiny uh, super
2: tiny gram. No, okay. you could do you could do one where it's a you you waste it to taste it. Okay, so, so <laughs> you, you, you won't even get high. You just is gonna have the turps, yeah. and you're just going to like mm-hmm. super super low temp. <laughs> taste it, right? Just to get Hella the, low temp. Yeah, like like three like three fifty or something like some. Yeah, you just let it go way down, <laughs> yeah, like way down where it did put. It just makes a puddle, and then you and then you throw that carb cap on. You get that taste. You know? <laughs> <The> taste? <laughs> I waste
0: it to taste it all the time. It's like, that's me. Hell that's yeah! What,
2: uh, when you're eating pussy, uh, you call it waste it to taste it. I don't understand how that works because I don't think it's any good. <laughs> uh, you didn't finish. You didn't yeah. finish that pussy, and it's like. <laughs>
0: I well, it, you it. didn't finish because there wasn't a wave of urine that hit your face. Oh, so. I, uh,
2: well, yeah, I wouldn't want anybody to pee on me. Squirt's a different thing. I mean, I, I love <laughs> right. a squirt. Bye, guys. I'm going to stop recording. Bye, guys. <laughs> nice. Bye.